As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welcome to the Saint Happy Hour podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. They'd get his. I don't even have a joke, Dave. Dave, Dave smells like nougat. Now here's your host, Ralph Malbrose. All right, welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. I'm Ralph Malbro. As always, we are sponsored by the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, <laughs> Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They have 136 draft beers. They have a 50-foot TV. They have a menu that's awesome. Look, LSU is playing in a bowl that I might actually go to. They're playing Texas Tech in the Houston Advocare Health Texas Tech emergency, any good? emergency Room Bowl. No, Texas Tech, they have the worst run defense in college football. So this Len- should be a this Leonard, should be a easy bowl win. Leonard Fournette should run for two bills. You mean you mean non Heisman Trophy invitee? <laughs> yeah, non Heisman Trophy invitee. Leonard Fournette should run for two bills. You can go to the Pelican House. You can watch it. You can watch the Pelicans suck and suck and suck. Um, the Saints still have four more games to lose. You could do that at the Pelican House. You can watch uh, Johnny Jones figure out not how to how to use Ben Simmons. Uh, so there's a lot to do still sports-wise. The Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Louisiana. They are they awesome. Support us. Yeah, they support us, so you should support them. All right, the Saints are four and eight. They are a f- disaster. Um, Kevin, I want to start with you because, yeah. as you are wont to do, you didn't watch a second of the game. But no, 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 no. This a regular season. Preseason is the thing. I just yeah, am like just no, no, no. Um, Brandon Brown is the worst cornerback in the history of the Saints. There's, yes, no, there's no one even close to him in suckness. He combines bad play with penalties and stupidity that no other corner has done. Well, let's, me not wrong, forget, let's not forget attitude. Yeah, that too. But Kevin, am, am I wrong? Is he the worst corner in the history of the Saints? Uh, okay, so... Since I didn't watch the game on Sunday, I was uh, refereeing uh, at a uh, pro wrestling show. Important. I decided to. Uh... God, you sound like an idiot. Well, you guys watch the game, so who? Yeah, that is true. He's got us there. Zing. I mean, Zing. I got to. I got to. I got to take part in the uh, in the shenanigans and the magic of professional wrestling. You guys yeah. watch the Saints score thirty eight at home and lose. <laughs> 38 at home and you lose. How in Christ's green earth 
They almost that scored. Acceptable? They they almost scored forty nine and lost to the Giants. That is true. Yeah, but they didn't. So I can't like <laughs> I, I I can't listen. I'm already wound up, and I didn't even watch the fucking game. That's the problem. That's the problem. And now my computer wants to kill me. Okay, all right, hang on a second. Uh, you know, shock. Shockwave's failing on me. That's great. This shock. is a, this is perfect. All right, what well, do you want to know? Because I had those. I had his penalty stats pulled up as well. Yeah. He's got twenty or something. Twenty-two. Oh my god. Yeah, he's got twenty-two. One away from the all-time record, right? One away from the all-time record, which was from an offensive lineman. So he's currently second all-time in penalties, and then, uh, and 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 so I thought, well, okay, well then let me see who the next cornerback is that had that had as many penalties. And oh yeah, it was a it was a uh, I have it right here. It's a cornerback named. Brandon fucking Brown! <laughs> <laughs> well, we knew we knew this was part of the package when they got him. Like, well, let me let, let's <laughs> let's just go over the stats. I I'm on the NFL's official stat oh, page, Mr. and Dave they have Mariello, Mr. I'm on the official mailing list of the NFL. But go ahead. <laughs> and so he was he's got 21 penalties. Two have been declined, and it's for a total of 198 <laughs> yards. And 17 first downs. So he's given yeah, up. By, by the way, those penalties are declined because while he's interfering with the receiver, they're still catching. He's giving up. He's him. giving up a bigger passing play. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, so he's given up just too shy of 200 yards. So so two entire football fields. Uh, I, you know, some some offenses don't four, even get that in a single the, game. The Saints give up like four first downs a game via penalty. Um, He's given up 17 first downs. Brandon Browner. Okay, let's let's just put this in perspective. Opposing teams have gotten 17 first downs just because of Brandon Browner. He's the worst. Well, that's just the penalties. That's not including the times he gets burned. Which is a lot. (laughs) Now you want to talk about the money? Well... We'll get, we'll get to the money in a second. It's, it's, it's Kevin's rant when he uh, made me uh, Cherry Coke and Joke? Jack Daniels. Sorry. Good, good, he made Cherry Coke and Jack Daniels go down the wrong way. But here's my question to you, Dave. The, the Saints got three for <laughs> – Is that what you mean by that? Kevin's rant made you just want to butt chug your, your yeah. Jack and Coke? Well, no. <laughs> I, you know, I got a new, I got the new kid. I got to drink a lot of soda to to, to function. Uh, but Dave, here's my question to you: The Saints got three first half turnovers, scored a defensive touchdown for the first time in a thousand seventy one days, yeah. scored a two point conversion when they blocked a kick, and yeah, they first time in NFL history. In the first time in NFL history, and they still couldn't win. How the hell are they going to win a game the rest of the way? I... I, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, if there was, it was the anything, dream start. The only thing that was wrong with it was they missed the field goal. But, it, but besides I, that, it was the dream start to the game. Absolutely, I, I totally thought for sure when we got off to that start and we were getting those bounces. I mean, that that's that when Stefan Anthony picked up that ball and ran it back, it, it bounced and it just bounced right to him as he was running toward it. Yeah. I mean, he had a running start and he just picked it up and it just bounced right into his chest. I mean. You know, you, you got to get those kind of bounces if, if you want to beat a, a, an 11 and 0 team, and you're a four and 17. 
and they were getting them. And I thought for sure when they were up, I was like, this is it. We're going to do it. We're going to, just like I said, we're going to beat this team. It's, we always, uh, we always play up to the teams that are better than us. And we always play down to the teams that are shittier than us. And uh, there's the no Panthers team that's shittier obviously... than the Saints this year. <laughs> well, this year this I don't know, man. Cleveland, Cleveland's, Cleveland's pretty bad. Pretty the Rams bad. are pretty fucking bad. It's uh, bad. But, uh, so I, I, I uh, and even going to the end, but, but but once we got to the end and it was like, you know, okay, Cam Newton has five minutes now and they need a touchdown. Uh, I, with this defense, <clears throat> at this point I've learned my lesson and I, I was, I had totally resigned myself to the fact that they were. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. <clears throat> Definitely going to score. It was just a question of whether the, the Saints, after that score, were going to be able to have any time and drive and, and at least get a field goal, and obviously they didn't. Well, and here's here's my question, Andrew. And, and you, but it was an exciting game. It and, was and, you fun. Know what? I mean, the that's spread, what the spread was seven, and they they they, they covered they within it. Yeah, they covered, and uh, that's and and nobody. Ex- I don't think anybody really expected them to be in the game, and and it was, I didn't when like, it got again, to it was, when it got to be twenty seven to sixteen. I was like, uh oh, it's going to spiral out of control now. But they fought back. Andrew, you did your grades again. Jesus, do you? How much do you drink when you do the defensive <laughs> grades? I gotta ask. I mean, because every week you do them and you keep doing them, you're serious about it. You you uh, you, you just plug every week, man. You're dedicated. I gotta give it to you. Yeah, man. No, I'm uh, you know committed. So so Andrew, the thing that you brought up that I didn't, I I I, I think we all know it, but I didn't realize it, dude. They have gotten devastated with injuries in the secondary. And, Absolutely. And I know. No, I mean, I, I said that the, the injury to Delvin Bro was a death sentence. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know, he was he was playing well. I think he had a he was broken up great. pass. He had a pick. You know, he had a tackle in the backfield. He got beat on a fly route by uh, Ted Ginn, and fortunately that was overthrown. But, um, you know, I think Cam Newton. Through, through 12, 13 plays or whatever it was, he was playing well, and defensively, that's when the Saints were at their best. But I, I mean, you got to realize, you know, it's not just Swan with the concussion. It's not just Bro that was knocked out of that game. Keenan I mean, Keenan Lewis was put on IR. They lost P.J. Williams before the season Bush. even started. Raphael Bush broke his leg. So there's a lot of guys in that secondary. And then it, it's not just that those guys are out. It's Consider what they've replaced them with. You know, the vision for Brandon Browner was never to be isolated one-on-one with Ted Ginn. You know, that, that was never the vision. That was never what he was supposed to do. And the, the Saints had no other alternative. They have a guy, Chris Owens, 
who is off the street. The stripper? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who, who was playing corner in that game and gave up the game-winning touchdown. He had to play because Brian Dixon left the game with an injury. Andrew, so, here, but here's my – They're decimated. Now, here's my, here's my question. I know the Saints' defense can't over, – they can't overcome this wave of injuries in the secondary. But, Andrew, they're so injured in the secondary, I don't know if they had a good front seven that they could survive – What's happened to them in the secondary? Well, that so that that's why you're you're seeing historical level ineptitude. It, it's the combination of no pass rush, no consistent pass rush, and no secondary. And so I think what Dennis Allen correctly identified was, "Fuck it, I'm blitzing we're, we're, everybody. Yeah, I'm, I'm blitzing everyone. I'm sending everyone every time we know they're passing. We're blitzing because fuck it. You know, you know what." We, we might get a big play occasionally. Otherwise, we're going to give up a big play, but we're giving up big plays either way. I so, liked it. I didn't, I didn't mind it. I thought it was – No, and, and it yielded some turnovers. I mean, they, you know, they, they made some plays, and you know, they got a sack. Um, you know, I, I feel like if, if you look at Cam, uh, Cam Jordan's last three or four sacks, they've all been a result of the blitz where he's been able to get open, where he hasn't had to fight a double team. So – you know, obviously that's just uh, the route they've decided to go, and I think it makes sense. But the problem with that going that route defensively is that you're leaving guys like Kyle Wilson, guys like Brandon Browner, guys like Chris Owens, man-man coverage, uh, single coverage with no help. And if you don't get there in time, uh, and if you don't quickly get to the quarterback and hit him, or affect the throw. You're either getting burned or you're getting guys, a penalty. Those guys are getting beat. Yeah, exactly. Um, Kevin, uh... I mean, I don't see an alternative, but no. it, it's going to be ugly either way. No, but and Kevin, we said last week we're you know we're, we're in the we're into tank mode. Uh, oh, and by the way, Dave, his official magic number to have to start eating at Olive Garden is now one. The Saints have to run the table, or Dave is going Olive Garden. I, so, I, I am officially – my right hand is officially in wet cat food for 30 seconds already. Every every win from here on out for the Saints is one less meal I get to – I need to eat at Olive Garden. Dude, so. I'm kind of rooting for 4-12. and 12. I really am. <laughs> Just because. Um, but, Kevin, uh, like what what is an expect – what do you – what do you want to have happen the last four weeks for the Saints? Um, for Brandon Browner, for Brandon Browner to stop sucking. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm not even expecting the team to win. Uh, for Brandon Browner to stop just playing like shit. Well, the only way that happens is not if he stops penalty. playing. <laughs> for him to not be a penalty machine, for him to not be an ass uh, on the sidelines, and for Sean Payton to not just uh, dismiss <clears throat> people when uh, he's questioned about it. Go write a blog. <laughs> Go write. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised Cat Terrell didn't have that on her avatar. Go write a like that's what I'd have done if I was her. Go write a blog, uh, a- Andrew. When they signed C.J. Spiller and gave him eighteen million dollars for four years, we were pumped about it. We were like, "That is a good signing. He's yeah. gonna he's gonna do 
really cool stuff for the Saints. We were even more pumped about it after the uh, overtime play against the Cowboys. Yeah. Dude, they should have just taken that money and set it on fire. <laughs> He's the most wait, expensive wait, backup talking, kick returner. Are you talking about Spiller or Browner? Spiller. Oh, okay. Spiller's worse because at least Browner, you can make the argument that you made that this is not what they intended for him to be doing. And the injuries have forced their hand, and it's spiraling out of control. Spiller, they're just not playing him. What the fuck? I don't think anyone understands that. The most shocking part of that is that Peyton has always been backed by committee. He always has been. And you look at the beginning of the season, there was a semblance of it with Kyrie Robinson, and then you know Spiller would get you know a handful of touches a game, and then as soon as Kyrie Robinson went out with an injury, it's been all Ingram. Spiller has seen the ball, he's seen the field less since Kyrie Robinson's gotten injured. And the Saints have made the decision they're not a backfield by committee anymore. It's all Ingram all the time. And I, I just, for the life of me, I don't understand it. I don't. Um, you, I, I would, I would think that they would use Spiller in a similar fashion as Pierre Thomas. I, I would think I, that that's something that Peyton would would want to try. The and, and only get explanation, back. the only explanation, is that he's in Sean Payton's doghouse. That he doesn't like him because right. of either being late for practice or messing up the playbook or just not knowing the plays well enough or I mean it, obviously it, it's pretty clear to me at this point that Sean Payton just has buyer's remorse and just doesn't like the player. Gee, I mean but they, that 18 million could have got him a guard, a linebacker, a rotation guy in the defensive line. It yeah. Got you two two of those. Probably well, family what they they gave him 9 million guaranteed. You probably could have got yeah, Well, you, that that's the problem of you know, cap hell, and we, we mocked it for a long time. Uh, we, we really mocked the... Uh, this has nothing to do with the cap. This has spending well, it, money that they spent on Spiller. But, on, no, on but Dave, else. but my point is you look at bad decisions that get made in the offseason. Every team has it. I mean, look at Seattle. I think the trade with, for Jimmy Graham was... They just cut, now, they now just cut he, a corner that they gave a three-year, $18 yes, million dollar contract they to, basically, $7 million guaranteed. They they just cut a corner that basically got Brandon Browner money this offseason and the Jimmy Graham trade. I think you can both say that those are disasters for Seattle. They've gotten themselves back into the playoff hunt, and they're winning games again. And so what that illustrates is it's a team that's been able to absorb bad decisions in the offseason because they have depth um, and because they have cap room. The Saints, the decisions like this are exacerbated because they're the only investments the Saints make, and if they don't work out, they don't have a plan B. No, and that's – I mean, here's the, that's the thing, and we'll get, it, we'll get into it later. That's the thing that – it makes me. It makes me. That's a very good point, Andrew. No, it makes. Well, Dave, that thing that the thing that, that it makes me scared of is everybody's like, well, we'll trade Breeze and we'll either get draft picks or we'll take the cap space. But they don't know how to use the cap space. Like they don't even know how to evaluate the, the holes on their own roster. They don't they, know how to draft either. They thought that they thought they thought a third running back in C.J. Spiller was more important than guards or anybody on defense or a kicker or anything like you, you know what's funny is post super bowl you know, if you ask me what what are the good decisions they've made since winning the super bowl you know i would say signing darren sproles and i would say drafting jimmy graham 
And it just blows my mind that those are the two players they shipped out. <laughs> yeah, and Sproles returned a punt yesterday for a touchdown. Yeah. Yay. Um, Kevin, um, <laughs> Sean Payton, uh, we had a splash report that said he, the Saints are willing to give up a draft pick. I'm willing, willing to let him walk for a draft pick. Um, but it would be significant, right? That yeah, was the report. That, that would be, that they be, would they would expect a significant it return. Would be, if if Miami calls up the Saints and said, and by the way, Miami's gonna call up the Saints. Oh my God, they won yesterday, but Miami is a shit show. Um, <laughs> and they say, hey, you get the number one pick, which will probably be. 16 for Sean Payton. Do you do it? They're number one? They're number one. Uh, no. 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 I am not interested in taking a, uh, I'm not interested in taking a, a, a one, a single first round pick. I just, I, I, I don't know. Like, like, didn't Gruden get two? Yeah, well, yeah. Al, Al Davis sort of fleeced Tampa. He got, he got two number ones, a number two, and eight million dollars cash. And Gruden hadn't won a Super Bowl. Well, surely there's something that that that, that some team can offer that's more than just a first rounder. It's got to be more than a first rounder. Yeah. I mean, how... It's a coach for crying out loud. Well, I mean, but Kevin just said, I mean, the the Gruden the, the Gruden trade is the gold standard. I mean, that's... I mean, that might... Andrew, is that sort of the open and bid that the Saints demand? Not that they would get that, but is that sort of like... Oh, I, I think the opening is, is two firsts. I mean, I, I think he's... If you just look purely at what the Saints have invested in him, he's... I think he's the highest paid coach in the NFL yes, or the second highest. So he he's right up there. So the Saints from from a payment standpoint, he is viewed as an elite coach. And what what are elite players that are under contract? In other words, if they're franchise tag and you make a play for an elite player, two it's two one. for it's two number ones. Um so for me, if if he's under contract, and you're trying to get him away from out from under that contract, then to me the bidding starts at, at two first round picks. An elite coach and an elite player is the same deal. You could argue an elite coach is worth more than an elite player. Okay, I would, I would definitely make that argument. Well, let's say let's say this then. It's they, the Saints don't get two number ones for him, but they get a one. And a, a first and a second round. A first, a second, and a fifth. In the same draft? In the same draft. Would you do it then, Kevin? First and a second in the same draft? I, I, would, uh, I would... And a fifth. And a fifth. Don't don't knock the fifth, Kevin. You're always talking wait, about oh, more picks. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. You said a first, a second, and a fifth. Yeah. In the same draft. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm strongly leaning toward taking that. I'm, 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 don't, and by strong, don't forget, by strongly don't forget Kev, you can trade down the first to get a couple more twos. Exactly. So I'm, I know you're making fun of me. I'm serious. I'm dead fucking serious. No, no. Uh, I'm, kinda, I'm like 90% like certain on taking that. And who's going to replace him? 
That's fun. That that gets fun. Less miles. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, he'd, That's he'd not u- even funny as a joke. He'd use CJ Spiller. <laughs> yeah, you got that right. Uh, um, some positive. I try to be. You know, people say I'm too negative in my emails today. They say, "Yeah, I'm negative." The Saints are four and fucking eight. What do you want me to say? Um, <laughs> well, they're gonna turn it around. They man. are. I, I'll give, pro- give. I will give props they're to the, guy. the table. when they when they drop to one and four. I emailed. I, a guy emailed me and said they're still going nine and seven, and I said no way, buddy. I said if they go nine and seven, I'll make a donation to Steve Gleason's charity in your name. And when they don't, you do it in my name. And he said deal, and he did it today. So, How much? Fifty dollars. Wow, all right. nice. So uh, props to. That's to, very generous of you, Ralph. To. Uh... Hook up well, he didn't. Gleason like that. Well, he back. offered. He said. He said. He said. I'll. I'll it's we'll in make his a, name, right? Yeah. So he said. He said. The guy said, "Hey, I'll. I'll. We'll bet fifty dollars." I said, no, "I don't want. Just if you want to bet money, we'll do it for charity." So I give him props to him. So that's good. But I mean, the the one good thing is, Dave is Brandon Cooks. He. I always thought he's just a number two, but man, he's rolling along suddenly. Where he might be a. Number one, low end number one for the Saints. Like, at least, at least he looks like a good draft pick by Saints standards, right? Yeah, I mean, I think he was a good draft pick. I don't know if they had to trade up to get him. They might have been able to stay where they were and still get him. Uh, <clears throat> you know, and and the, the thing to be a good draft pick by the Saints, you just have to not suck. <laughs> um, so by that measure, yeah, he was a, a, a good draft pick. Uh, I, I don't think he's on the fence of a number one receiver. I think he's definitely a solid number two. I think that's that's it. I think his height sort of limits him um, yeah. a little bit. But um, to, I've, to, I've to, noticed when he's been in the middle of the field and he kind of runs towards the <clears throat> sideline mm-hmm. and Breeze is kind of steps up in the pocket and makes that throw to him, he's overthrown him several times now this season. And I can tell the reason why he's overthrowing him is because he can't see him, and that's that that's that's a partly on Drew, and you know it's just a combination of Cooks's height and Breeze's height. But I I really think Breeze sometimes, especially in those situations, he's trying to throw it where he thinks Cooks is because he really doesn't know. I've I've seen a couple of times I feel like I've seen where there's a ball that's uh, up, uh you know approaching or up in the air or whatever, and I I feel like oftentimes he's He's out muscled in those situations, and he loses that battle. Um, so anyway, I, but to be honest with you, though, I was actually surprised. I, I saw him going in a few times, but I didn't realize it was that much. But I was surprised with how much uh, Brandon Coleman played. Uh, I, you know, I don't know. Back if, from the dead. Yeah, it's, it was the most he's played since week one. I think he had like forty something snaps. It was like sixty. Well, that of the was game expected or... with um, Snead being inactive. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm mean, but he, but he, he did well. Yeah. Uh, no, you're right though. He got, he had a lot more action than uh, Colston. <clears throat> yeah, he 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 made the most of it. So I mean, I'm just wondering if maybe they'll start trusting him more, and and maybe uh, you know over the next couple of years he could. You know, I don't expect him to be Colson. Well, he's got he's he's he's, Brandon Coleman. Nice if he develops. Brandon Coleman needs to play the final month more than Colston, because at least Colston is done and is not going to be back next year, most likely. Coleman, he might not be any good, but we can find out over the next month. 
You know? I mean, honestly, they ought to take that approach with a, a lot of players on the team. I mean, if they really wanted to get crazy, they would pull Drew Brees and put Garrett Grayson. No, in. So, you know what? Because, no, but I mean, go. but I mean, the thing is, the thing is, though, Dave, I can argue that the difference between Colston at this moment and what Brandon Brown, what Brandon Coleman might or might not be, isn't that much. The difference between Brees and Grayson is a is the Grand Canyon. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So and Andrew, is I mean, there, I would argue Coleman's probably better than Colston. Is, there, is where where are there other players in the last month, Andrew? That young players that are healthy that you want to see them get on the field. Yeah, I mean, you know, Andres Pete is a tough situation because I really think, especially with Jari Evans hurt right now, their options at guard are, are just terrifying. And I thought at times Andre, Andres Pete was actually okay at guard um, in this game. He was better than the previous week. So uh, I, I would prefer to have him at right tackle. You know, that that's his natural position. I think that's his future. So I'd really like to see him there. But um, Turley played re- guard. His, I mean, this is a long time ago, but Turley played guard his rookie year. Yeah, I mean, I'd rather him on the field than not. Yeah. You know? So if, if guards where it has to be, then that's where it has to be. But ideally, you know, the Saints can get Evans back, put Lolito back at left guard and maybe try him at right tackle. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm with you on Coleman. You know, I'd like to see Coleman play a lot here. Um, defensively. I mean, it's tough, you know. I, I don't know what's going on with Damian Swan. I don't know if he's ever going to play again this season. I mean, I, but through these last four games, I'd love to see him. I mean, from what I understand, he's cleared his concussion protocols and he's healthy enough to play. And the Saints are they could have used careful. him yesterday. I tell you that much. Jeez. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, but, can, go ahead. Well, no, I, I mean, I, I I would be in favor of cutting Brandon Browner loose now. You know, or at least I don't know how the I haven't looked closely at the cap situation, but at least bench him, you know, and and go with Dixon, go with um, Bro if he's healthy, go with Swan if he's healthy, Kyle Wilson, whatever, um, even Chris Owens. I mean, anything but Browner at this point. Like I would love to see him benched and not playing. Yeah, Kevin, I know you didn't watch the game, but. Sean Payton almost lost his mind because Carolina had four different times where they had 12 guys in the huddle and at, like, and at like key points in the game. And, and, Sean, and Sean Payton, it took all his energy just not to lose his goddamn mind in that post-game press conference. I think he, there's like a 70% chance that one of these final four games, he's going to lose it. In the you, should, you should probably write a blog about that. I should. I should. Like, I, I, I think. I think Sean Payton should write a blog about uh, it. Honestly. But, but Kevin, if I told you Sean Payton can is going to lose his mind in a post game press conference, do you think I'll be correct on that assessment? Yes, but I mean, like, what are we talking about here? I, I mean, is it just one of those things that, like? It's it's like the Supreme Court says about pornography. You know it when you see it. Well, no, I'm talking like I'm talking like possibly first block of Sports Center, even though the Saints are like four and ten at the time. I'm talking sports, Jim like Sports Center. Like they look for the low hanging fruit everywhere. Yeah, but like, I'm talking I mean, like Jim Mora playoffs. I'm talking Dennis Green. We 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 let him off the hook. I'm talking like 
iconic meltdowns. Is he so is, so, is, so so a word's getting beeped then? Is what yeah, you're well, that or just just iconic meltdown. Is he capable of that? Sean Payton? Oh yeah, yeah, he's absolutely capable of it. And honestly, honestly, you know, of, uh, officials miss b- missing something. Like I mean, it seems that this season. The officiating has just been so absolutely wonky all year across the board. Calls being missed or, or, or things being called that, you know, are suspect. And I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how the hell in 2015 with the level of technology. Replay has made it worse. I don't know how that, how, how that happened, but replay has made things worse. Maybe I don't know. Um, yeah, but I mean, are, does college football have this? Does college football deal with this? Man, this is this is bullshit. Like all these calls are getting screwed up. I don't think so. That's a good. That's a good point. And it's like they can stop. The, I mean, college games they stop all the time to review shit, don't they? Yeah, they do. I don't know. I think that the NFL. The thing is with the NFL now between the. Making the what a catch is more complicated, and their whole trying to phase out the defenseless receiver and reduce concussions. It's just made the rule book so complex that the referees just don't know what the fuck they're doing. I just think that's what it is. Like it's like it's just too much for the refs to digest. Maybe um, before we get to this week's game, we have a ton of questions. And by the way, we haven't had any ranters because. Uh, the two people that were supposed to rant, I tried to get them before the show, Rico and Bob, and they didn't answer. But if you donate a dollar from every month, you can win a rant. You can get your Saints therapy right here. You can rant like Todd Newberg. You can plan it out. You can have sound effects, music. We'll do all the all the whole nine yards. And you can feel better about the Saints and, and get through the season. All you have to do is donate a dollar. All right, we, we have a ton of questions. Uh, first one is from Superfan Alley. Kevin, I'll let you take this one. Name the better corner. One, Brandon Browner. Two, Ralph with one good arm. Three, Tulane and Broad. Four, all except number one. Uh, I'll take I'll take Ralph with the bad arm. I have a I have a brace now that's hard plastic. Um, oh, you can bat balls out. Yeah, I could bat balls, but I I'd be I might be tempted to get a lot of penalties, man. Um, and I get a little grabby. Uh, well, where are you? Is that yeah. what your wife says? Yeah. My wife. My wife. My wife. All right. Uh, Andrew, this is from the Todd Newberg. Uh, are Sean Payton and the Greenbrier adequately prepared to host HBO's Hard Knocks? Uh, yes, absolutely. Um, I think the question is whether they would accept it, um, whether Sean Payton would accept it. And he may not have a choice. How does that work again? Well, they can, they can force a team to take it now. Yeah. Um, if you, if you have is like, it two consecutive losing seasons, is that right? Yeah. Something like that. It's based, it's definitely based on your record. Oh, so they can jam it on the saints. Yeah. They, yeah. they totally will. We're getting saints hard knocks next year for sure. <laughs> Dave, think Tom Benson is healthy healthy enough to attend our inevitable 2016 home game in London. <laughs> I think they announced the home games, didn't they, in London? Yeah, the Saints yeah. aren't going to London next year. Yeah, we're not going to London. Um, 
Yeah, I think Tom Benson would make that trip if, if they really, really were going to London. I think he'd go. Yeah. This is from Wallace, Kevin, and this is specifically for you. Do you think Brandon Browner treated his Saints contract like a money in the bank cash in screaming, Give me the pen, Loomis? Oh, yeah. I think he ran down like Seth Rollins at the end of uh, WrestleMania play button and was uh, positively apoplectic waiting for that pen to uh, hit his hand. So, yeah. Uh,. I'm just hoping, though, that uh, that this cash-in gets uh, – I'm, I'm waiting for the cash-in to get interrupted by Dean Ambrose at this point, and there is no Dean Ambrose coming, sadly. <laughs> this is oh, – I wish, I and wish none of you, none of you get coming. that – none of you get any of those jokes or references. There's about five of you that might get those references. Wang just stood up and – And I thank. St- Wang just stood up and applauded. Right, because uh, Al- Wayne gets it. Yeah, Alfredo asks, how hard is it to talk with fake teeth? I don't even know what that is. That's just a random question, so I like uh, it. I know, that, that's a reference to uh, um, a tweet that Browner made directed at Shannon Sharp. Uh, Shannon Sharp made some comment that the Saints should basically release Browner immediately, and Browner just tweeted him back and said, it must be easy to talk with all those fake teeth or something. That's pretty it's easier good. to talk with fake teeth. <laughs> if he would have added a horse reference, that would have been pretty good. Uh, yeah. I don't know how it is hard. How hard it is to talk with fake teeth, but I have a, I have the, a night guard that I have to wear now because I grind my teeth. It's pretty hard to oh, talk. Oh, me too. It's pretty hard to talk with a night guard in, I have to say. Oh, yeah, yeah. You get a lisp. Yeah. Uh, his is a good one, Andrew. This is, Me and Andrew were really sad. We... I don't. I don't think I love the Stone Temple Pilots as much as Andrew, but we like them. I like them really a lot. They're probably like one of my yeah. top three bands. And Scott Weiland died. Uh, I can't say I was surprised. I was just sad. Um, yeah. But th- this is a good question, and we'll all answer it. So as Andrew answers it first, think about it. This is from Alfredo too. What's one band that, in spite of your age or responsibilities, you drive through multiple states to see? Well, it was Stone Temple Pilots uh, for me, um, but you can still uh, answer it. You, it can be, it can be all time. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I have driven multiple states to see them. I actually flew to Europe and then took a train through France um, to Germany uh, to see them at Bizarre those Festival are, in Germany. Andrew, Damn. just just to just to clarify, those are countries, not states. Yeah. Yeah, but no. So if I'm willing to fly overseas, Damn, that's and, hardcore. Cross countries, then yeah. That's a hell of an interstate, anyway. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I saw them at the Woodlands, and I was, I was, I saw he was on Jimmy Kimmel the night before, and he couldn't hit any of the notes. In... How long ago was this? This is like, it's like six years ago, maybe. Yeah. See, you needed to catch STP in like late nineties, early two thousand. But on the concert, the he did it. He 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 was great. So I was like, man, he 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 must have got it together. But, yeah. Dave, what 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 band would you go? I, w- I would say Soundgarden is or Faith No More, like my two that I haven't seen at this Ooh. point that are bu- bucket list items. Dave, who would you travel multiple states to see? Um, probably the Stones. I mean, you know, they don't they, they just because they're old. And if I ever if they ever came anywhere close, I'd probably go check them out. They're I went to, to Dallas this year. Oh really? Yeah. I um I. Went to Bonnaroo so in 2006. Dave, Dave would not cross one state line to see the Stones. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't even, I don't even know about it. I, I mean, I don't like follow them. Yeah. Um, uh, but I've been to Bonnaroo. Uh, one of the main reasons I went to Bonnaroo in 2006, I wanted to see Tom Petty. I mean, I've seen him 
multiple multiple times, but I'm a big Tom Petty fan too. You yeah. saw him at Jazz Fest, right? Oh, I've seen him. I've seen him at uh, at UNO Lakefront. I saw him in New York. He was my first concert when I was in like sixth grade. Uh, I'll answer, and then Kevin can go. I yeah. know. I know it's not possible because he's not alive. But if Queen was still, a, if Freddie Mercury was still alive, and they did like a reunion tour in the states or whatever, wherever it was, wherever I could get a ticket, I would go. Oh well, that's almost like at this point, yeah. it's like, well, if John Lennon wouldn't have been a well, I mean, said, I mean, they clearly would have gotten back together yeah. at some yeah, point. I'd they happily would've... go see Led Zeppelin in their prime. Well, yeah, but you could see Robert Plant. He still does stuff. Oh come on! It's kind of the same. Oh, and or the police, it's and they the and same. I would go. I would go multiple states to see the police. I saw the police, and it was incredible. So Kevin, who who's your band that you would? And 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 we're assuming that money is not really like no. an issue, like for tickets or whatever. Okay, no. uh, if that's the case, it would probably it would likely be Pearl Jam. Uh, I've seen them, I think, three or four times already, but that's like my that's that's my band. <laughs> That's good. All right, Andrew, this is from Wallace, too. Would we notice any difference if they replaced Browner with a uniform just filled up with a bunch of squirrels? Yeah, there'd be less penalties. We would definitely notice. (laughs) Dave, how many refs does it take to count to 12? How many refs are on on a NFL officiating crew? I don't know. I think it's five or six. Well, then it takes more than five or six, apparently. Kevin, who do you hate more, Roger Goodell, Jim Harbaugh, or Cam Newton? Or Rick Venturi. (laughs) Is he on mute? Did you mute yourself, Held? God damn it. What an idiot. He's, I don't know. Or he's gone. Or he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Good job, Kevin. Fantastic. Way to go. Um, Wait, so what was the choice? Goodell, Harbaugh, or who? Cam Newton. Oh. um, You know, I'll say this. For me, Harbaugh is in college football now, so he's just less relevant. I I don't think about him as much. And Goodell's kind of been out of the news. I, I mean, I'm comfortable saying that Cam Newton, has vaulted himself past Roddy White at this point. Wow! Into public enemy number one in terms of opposing players. Like the the funny thing, the Falcons, man, they are on a death spiral. And I was reading today, they might clear. They they probably wouldn't fire Quinn, but they may clear out their front office because they're six. They started out five and zero. Oh, they're six and six. Wait, when did I cut out? You cut out. Uh, <laughs> Like twenty minutes ago. Like, oh, who, who do you hate more, Rick Venturi or um, Roger Cam Goodell, Newton. Jim Harbaugh, or Cam Newton? Oh wait, Rick Venturi wasn't one of those options. No, we no, we, slid we that added in. that. We added that. For uh, yes, yeah. I, I said Harbaugh's harmless. Cam Newton, even though he's going to terrorize the Saints for the next several years, gives footballs to kids. It somewhat mitigates. So because I still want to punch him in the dick, the answer is Roger Goodell. Here's a here's a fun question, Dave. Who's more likely not to be with the Falcons next year, Dan Quinn or Matt Ryan? Oh my God, Matt Ryan! He he is throwing back-breaking interceptions late in games every single week. It's always in the it red is, zone too. It is a delight. Matt Ryan, you are a delight. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. The, it really is the saving grace of the seat. It is. The pain that Falcons fans are going through. You are a delight. 
so which one is it, Dave? Who's more? Likely? I don't. I think they'll both be there next, yeah. next year. Um, Andrew, would you pull for the Seahawks if they played the Panthers in the playoffs? Yes. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, I think you yes. got to absolutely. Oh, this is an interesting question, and I'll give it to Trade Down President Kevin. Realistically, besides Peyton and Breeze, what assets do the Saints have to trade for high draft picks? Uh, uh, you could argue that they have Brandon Cooks. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Uh, you could say you could say Cam Jordan. That contract, though, man, when you trade right, you and here's the thing. I know I'm going to get shit for this because uh, you you could say Andrus Pete because he's only been in the uh, league for one year and uh, I would he's say sti- Stephon Anthony has more trade value than Pete at this point. Yeah. Uh, touche. I would I would agree with that. And maybe maybe Mark Ingram. Yeah. yeah. Those are some. all good calls. Teron Armstead's another name I'd yeah. put in there. Um could you argue the Saints had Patriots culture two thousand nine to two thousand eleven and Bounty Gate completely killed it and the Peyton era? I don't think I think what killed their culture is they just they drafted crap for five years and and culture is culture and all that is one thing, but man, you gotta have you gotta have good players. Or and if you don't, if you don't win games, your culture erodes because when you don't win, those players that don't give a shit about winning, and there's some in every locker room, they grow and grow as you don't win because then the player says, "Well, we aren't winning. I just gotta worry about myself." And either that's I'm shutting myself down for the year or I'm worried about my stats or whatever. And that's what, er- what losing erodes your culture. I don't know that it that necessarily was Bounty Gate. I mean, Bounty Gate didn't help because it took away two, se- two number twos, two second round Yeah, picks. I mean, obviously we'll never know, but I, I would love to one day be at the pearly gates. And the first question I would ask is, had those picks not been taken away, <laughs> what what two players would the Saints have selected? And, because I just would be dying to know if it would have made a change, a, cor- a change in course of history, and and given them players that would have actually probably made they'd have, probably they would have traded them away for veteran players, knowing the Saints. Yeah, or just made horrible picks. <laughs> or they would have used them to trade up. <laughs> That's true. I, I tell you what, if we're going to ask hypotheticals at the pearly gates, my question is going to be: Okay, had Malcolm Jenkins done his goddamn job, or had Greg Williams smartly done his fucking job, more importantly, would the Saints have steamrolled the New York Giants in the NFC uh, Championship game? I can, I can answer and would they that for you. Gone there is no, Super Bowl? no doubt in my mind. Zero. Yeah, I hey, agree. No, no, hey, listen, listen, I've said repeatedly that, I'm, that I would go to my grave believing they would have won the Super Bowl that year, but that's, this 100%. is post-grave. This is after-grave that yeah. I need these questions answered. Yeah. Yeah, I think w- they win in San Francisco. They win the Super Bowl. Yeah, There's, I, I'm, I'm, I feel very confident about that. Yeah. Okay, good. They, the- they would have. I mean, they would have housed the Giants. You know how they New would England would have been the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I don't know. But here- oh, but that would have been like that would have been like a goddamn uh, uh, Mac Mac football game on a Wednesday night, Dude. man. It would, the final would have been in the '60s. It would have been. Fa- yeah. It would have been phenomenal. Um. I just the Jimmy that, that that playoff game, man. It's like a it's like a it's like a um, what do you call it? Like a branding iron when they just brand it, you brand you, and it's just on you. It's just with you forever, man. 
pain. Yeah. Uh, this is from Balky. Andrew, let's go balls out and have everyone play like Browner. 53 players, 106 personal fouls before we're <laughs> out of players. How about it? Uh, sounds like Bounty Gate 2.0. I like it. I want to, like... I don't know that I want to lose any more draft picks, though. No, I want to see Brandon Browner get tossed from a game. That'd be uh, great. They, they'd be doing us a favor. <laughs> um, that ends... and maybe and maybe punch Gumbo on the way out. <laughs> oh man! I have nothing against Gumbo, but, but just yeah, like you know, just like deck to deck to nose and just accidentally knock the if guy. If you're gonna out. go, go the whole way, baby. I, uh, I could see him knocking over this Junior T Retriever. <laughs> oh man, not the Junior T Retriever, man. Oh yeah, that's a total Browner move. They'd have to cut him with that. That if he, if if he laid hands on the junior T retriever, man, you gotta cut him. Like, I, I could I could I could see him like tripping him, like oh sticking my, out his leg oh and like tripping gosh. the kid. Oh, they'd, they'd have to cut him. They just <laughs> as long yeah, as the ne- little you never know. I mean, uh, Kyrie's still on the team after getting into the face of an intern. Yeah, but we don't have video of that, Andrew. That they'd have vi- they'd had video. They had that that have video of him laying hands on the. Uh, on the junior T retriever. Yeah, and I can safely assume the intern wasn't four years old. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, all right, we have to get game predictions. Fun. Wait, I, I thought Sir Sir Gumbo had like a hundred questions. You got to give him at least one. No, he didn't. Have, I don't see any. Go Maybe to the mentions. You, I'm on. No, it. it was to me and podcast saints. Go to the mentions. Scroll down. Come on, Ralph. Do I need to teach you how to use Twitter? You probably yes. do. You probably do. All right, let's see. Uh, Ralph's kid probably knows how to use Twitter already. <laughs> no, Ralph, it's not. It's not. It's not in response to fire your questions. It's just in your mentions. Yeah. Let's see. Um, which Browner has been stinkier on the field, Browner or Ralph's newborn's diapers? Mm, the newborn's diapers don't stink, man. They just. They just poop out that tar for like two weeks and they aren't yeah. it isn't that bad um yeah they don't it doesn't start smelling awful until you introduce uh real food yeah wait ralph you named you, you say you named your son max i did did you know that um mark zuckerberg and his wife named their daughter max? yeah some bullshit max thomas morstead's kids max <laughs> maxwell Let's see. Um, you gave your son a girl's name. No. Brad, John- Brad Johnson <laughs> named his son Maximus. That's pretty good. Uh, the, the Kardashians named their kid Saint, didn't they? Look, I saw that. Oh, and 16 in the bag. We're not having this. Let me see. All right. Um, has Dave, Dave, have you decided what your first Olive Garden meal will be? No, I need to look at the menu. I need, I need to cons- – <laughs> We need to have a podcast for that. Yeah. Like any true Italian, you need to take if, good advantage hey, of the uh, if, unlimited breads. My, in-law, my in-laws enjoy Olive Garden. So I'm, I'm if, how about this? If you, if you will donate – if you'll become a patron and you'll donate $25 a month, you can pick Dave's first meal at Olive Garden. Yep. I never, I never agreed to that, but okay. Dave, you, you, you need to I'll be live tweeting, and don't forget, you are under obligation to order dessert at every meal as well. You, we're talking entree and dessert. That's what you committed to. Can I do appetizer and entree? Uh, 
Andrew. Yeah. Who, who are you kidding, Dave? You're getting a dessert either way. <laughs> All right, this this is our final question before we get to game predictions. This is, this is from some Sir Gumbo too. Why is Peyton defending Browner, Andrew? And is the, this kind of blindness real, or is this Peyton trying to justify the move? No, I think um, if he if he is going to throw Browner under the bus, he's going to bench him. That, that's that's Peyton's mo. He's ne- never going to do it publicly. That's not how the Saints roll. And if he hates Browner, you'll you'll find out because he won't be playing Sunday. Well, I mean, but here's the thing. I mean, they could have gone. I mean, it's plausible that they went. That 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 the Saints know and Browner know. They're like, dude, we're out of corners. And I know this wasn't what you signed up for. And when we when we pitched you to come here in free agency, this is not what we had in mind for you. But dude, you're the last man out there. You just got to take it. And yeah. And he, I mean, and, and and you know, that's the thing. Like they. And did, knowing the little I know about Browner, he's prideful enough that he'd be like, bring it on. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, that's final question. All right, now game. How do you know that, Juge? Huh? How do you know that? Who do you know? Huh? huh? I want names, Juge. I want names. Hashtag, hashtag sources. Hashtag sources. Um, fun fact: the line from the first Tampa game to the second Tampa game has swung fourteen and a half points. The Saints were a, <laughs> the Saints were a ten and a half point favorite the first Tampa game. This game, they're a four point underdog. Well, I'll be damned. So, Dave, I ask you. Yeah. Give me a prediction for the Saints at Tampa Bay. Uh, well, they're gonna lose. They're definitely gonna lose. <laughs> no. I feel like Tampa is. Uh, they're on the upswing. They've been finally get, putting the pieces of the puzzle together. Winston's been playing well, so. Um. But I think it'll be another. It'll be another close one. It's a division game. Um. I'll go with uh, I'll go with twenty seven twenty one bucks and uh, player of the game. Oh, what the hell? Let's go with uh, Brandon Coleman. Uh, Andrew. Um, yeah, we didn't talk by the way about how much Jarrett's bird sucked ass in this game. All right, God, he was awful. They ruined like they don't. It's <laughs> Andrew. Is it a case of him just being healthy? He wasn't as good as a, or if the Saints just fucking they don't know how to use him. I don't know, man. I mean, I I definitely don't think he's the player he used to be. I I just think the combination of back surgery and knee surgery, he he's just not Jarris Bird. He's like some mediocre safety out there. <laughs> you mean um, you mean having an operation on your back and your knee? <laughs> dampens your ability to be a professional athlete in these United States of America. Crazy, especially as you approach closer to thirty. Who yeah. knew? It's crazy. I'm stunned, stunned <laughs> by these developments. <laughs> I will I'm update gonna... my blog forthwith. Yeah, well, <laughs> I gotta write a blog about it. Um, so I'm gonna go with. Um, Saints losing a blowout. Yeah. Um, Jameis Winston will have a quarterback rating of one thirty-two point nine. What's that equate um, to? And like, is that like thirty-five of forty-two for like? He will throw for over five hundred. Oh my yards. god! No. Five hundred and eleven yards, but only three touchdowns because you know Doug Martin will, will fleece him at the goal line a few so times. So what are they going to have? Like seven hundred yards of offense? Jesus, yes, man. Yes. Oh my. And uh, the. 
I'll, I'll go go to the game. Um, Browner will have his usual penalties, uh, but I believe the Saints will get sick of it and bench him. And my go to the game is Kyle Wilson. I think he's going to shit himself. <laughs> Kevin? Uh, um, do you need a score? You give me a score. I want to know this score. You've got uh, 700 Bucks, yards of offense. <laughs> Bucks, Bucks 42. No, Bucks 45. Yeah. Saints 20. Oh. Kevin? Um, I think Vegas I, – I, I feel like Vegas knows uh, something. I don't know what, but I feel like they know something with these uh, point spreads. So you think? I will – I what makes you say, say that? Because <laughs> the twinkling lights in Vegas speaking, stay twinkling de- for a reason. Speaking of developments. <laughs> the twinkling lights in Vegas stay twinkling for a reason. Um, I, was in, I was in Vegas this weekend for a bachelor party. Well, we're not going to ask anything. Um, so uh, I'm going to say Bucks. Even the dog's laughing at that one. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Buck 17, Saints 13. Oh, my God. No way on fucking God's green earth are they going to combine for only 30 points. You are high or concussed from wrestling practice, Harold. Yep. Jesus. Yep. No way. This Saints defense cover. is holding – Anyone to 17? This defense couldn't Saints hold Brandon Cowboys. Harris to 17. The only way they'll hold the Tampa Bay Bucks to 17 is if the first and second team quarterbacks for Tampa Bay are carted off the field. And even then, it might not be enough. I think Bob Toledo's two-lane teams could put 20 points up on the field. <laughs> that hurts huge. That hurts, man. You made my, you made my day held 17-13. Um, I don't... The thing That's adorable is, help. It is. The thing is, the thing is, man, Tampa and Lovey Smith, they gagged up a bunch of games this year. I mean, they coughed up a huge lead at the Redskins. They they gagged up another game that I forget who they were playing. I just They tried it their best to gag up the Saints. Yeah, game. like I just feel like they're gonna I don't know, man. Drew Brees and Sean Payton to lose five in a row. I just I don't oh, know. It's coming. I don't. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> don't do it, Ralph. Don't do it. I don't know. I just. I got the Carolina game exactly right. By the way, I told you the Saints would start fast, not cash in the turnovers, and lose late. I got it exactly right. I told you to stop doing it to me. It would be too painful, and, it, it, and that's exactly what it was. I'm gonna say Saints. I'm gonna say Saints 38. Tampa 35, and the Saints come back with three touchdowns in the fourth quarter, some kind of weird fucking way, and Lovey Smith is standing out on the field with his hands on his hip and his headset by his side, looking perplexed and confused as he he botches the clock in some hideous way at the end of the game to give Drew Brees a chance, and the Saints win. I, I don't know how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen, and Twitter is going to erupt in laughter at Lovey Smith. And Drew Brees is your MVP. Because the only way the Saints are winning any games the rest of the way is if Drew Brees is playing A+. So that's my, uh, that's my prediction. So um, go to Saints Nation. Andrew's got the grades up. And if anybody deserves clicks for grading this defense, it's Andrew Juge. Okay? Uh, 
Dave's doing threads. I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys a spoiler alert. Brandon Browner had enough. Yeah, <laughs> shocker. Shocker. Big ol' F. Big ol' big fat F. If there was a grade lower than an F, Andrew would give it to him. Uh, <laughs> go to Canal Street Chronicle. Dave's got cool stuff. He's got people tweeting out. He's got me and Andrew arguing with JR about because JR is he's phenomenal, but he's a PFF truther telling us the Saints <laughs> offensive line is good, and we were yelling at him. Because he lives in Seattle. But we still love him. All those Seahawks fans have rubbed off on him. I know, but we still love him. But he's wrong about the Saints offensive line. It has gaping holes at guard (laughs) and right tackle. So, uh, and Kevin is on the Tinder Madison or the Faceagram. Or Jay Farmers. Yeah, (laughs) Jay Farmers. Or Jay Dave. You don't have to be lonely. At farmersonly.com. Oh, by the way, is that the, their song? Really? By the way, yeah, that, so. that Washington juggernaut offense that carved up the Saints is held to six points against the Cowgirls. Uh, so, uh, anyway, uh, find us on Twitter, all that fun stuff. Become a patron, it's wonderful. Uh, and the Saints are 4 and 8. I'm sorry, football season sucks. What are you going to do? We try to make it fun. I hope we did. Uh, so for the rest of these knuckleheads, uh, until next week, be well. The bar is closed. I'd rather have Vincent Adult Man instead of Brandon Browner. <laughs>